this would be a pretty interesting story. So meet a 33-year-old with nearly $400,000 in debt, juggling four jobs to pay it all off. I work more than I sleep. This sounds like a pretty brutal story about debt, and I feel like this is going to be very important to uh, pay attention to. So some people know the daily grind a little too well. That's the case for Jack, whose name Insider has changed for privacy purposes. The 33-year-old who lives in Texas is a man of many titles. He's a full-time federal government worker, an adjunct professor, a delivery food driver, and a soon-to-be substitute teacher. He juggles all of these jobs in an effort to pay off his nearly $400,000 debt tab, but his income falls short. In looking toward a better future, he's also studying for his PhD. The reason I hustle so hard is to develop multiple streams of income in hopes that it may be enough to gain attention for higher paying positions, he told Insider. It's an all-too-familiar story for millennials, many of whom find themselves saddled with both student loan and credit card debt. After spending years bouncing around the job market in the wake of the Great Recession, unable to afford life because of his debt and years of low-paying jobs, Jack pursued an advanced degree, banking on the idea it would pay off in the long run by landing him a higher-paying job. The math doesn't add up. So until two years ago, Jack said he was making less than a minimum wage. Today, his pay stubs show that he makes about $80,000 a year in his day job and $15,000 a year adjuncting, plus working in what he can with other side jobs. None of it is enough to manage his debt, which includes credit cards and a mortgage totaling $119,129, according to documents reviewed by Insider. He pays $600 a month on his manufactured home and $390 a month for the lot it sits on. Plus, he has a massive student debt, which make up the remaining $280,000 of his total debt. Oh, God, that is disgusting. Can you imagine having $280,000 of student loan debt? Oh, that is horrible. That's a monthly hole of nearly $9,000. Since his current payments likely go toward the accruing interest, he estimates he'd be able to start making a dent in his principal debt if he had an extra $30,000 per year. On top of all of that, he's still accruing debt because he doesn't make enough money to pay toward his existing debts and cover his living expenses. He said he ends up juggling an extra $1,000 a month in fees across maxed out or near maxed out credit cards, accumulating at least $12,000 of additional debt a year. I barely breathe 
I work more than I sleep, he said, adding that he averages about four to five hours of sleep a night. This is the country we are living in. So the lifelong student debt burden. So when Jack completes his PhD in education in August, his estimated monthly student loan payment will be nearly $2,500. He hopes his current degree will pay off in the long run, helping him replace his adjunct role for an evening professorship with better pay. Of course, he'll still have to keep his day job. I am literally one emergency or unexpected event from being unable to pay my bills and default on everything, he said. As a federal worker, Jack worries that a government shutdown will lead to a delayed paycheck, causing him to default on all his monthly debt allegations. Jack's student debt was one unexpected twist to his financial life. He entered college on an ROTC scholarship, he said, only to have it taken away once he switched infantry positions. He wiped out his $8,000 pre-college savings to pay for tuition, housing, and books before turning to student loans. He added that he had to pay back 1.5 years of his $60,000 ROT scholarship, which forced him to take out predatory loans and credit cards for survival. Now here's the thing, right? I'm seeing a trend from this guy where he likes to put the blame on other things, which worries me a lot. Because his line of thinking is very dangerous because it's the type of thinking that even if he does get debt free he's going to go back into debt right even if he had a higher paying job where he could like quickly pay off his debt let's say that right like, let's say that he was able to get a job paying like 200k a year right like starting tomorrow that really wouldn't change anything because mentally, he is still constantly putting practically the bad decisions on other people, on a different organization, or just not on him, okay? Because his ROTC scholarship got taken away when he switched the infantry positions, right? Not to mention, it was a choice to stay within that same student program, that same college, right? Like he knew what was going to happen when he switches infantry positions, right? Like he knew, right? They don't just tell you like, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, you may not know this, but you do got to pay us back. Right, like you know that when you get a scholarship, if you don't agree to the terms, and this is for like every like military scholarship, right? If you don't basically do the requirements that they tell you to do, they take everything back. You owe them that money. 
And it happens more often than not because a lot of people who end up going to the military end up be like, you know what? Actually, the military is not actually for me. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have to pay you basically three or four years pretty much of free college, right? So I do agree that the loans are very predatory and also credit cards are very bad, right? But you don't need to take out loans or credit cards for survival, especially when you knew something was going to happen if you were to change your infantry position. You knew what would happen to your scholarship, right? When it comes to a scholarship, they are very clear to you as to what is going to happen. So I do not like him constantly putting the blame on something else. But Jack is hopeful that as a public service employee, he may be able to benefit from the revamped public service loan forgiveness PSFL program. No, he is most likely not going to benefit from this. And the reason for that, for people who cross their T's, dotted their I's, right? I believe there's over like 100,000 applicants to that. And they did it for 10 years. Okay, 10 years, like less than a thousand, I believe, actually got approved for the forgiveness of their student loans out of over a hundred thousand. Okay, you are screwed. And based off what we see from his scholarship, where he ended up changing or doing something against the scholarship, it is most likely that he's going to end up doing something against this public service loan forgiveness thing where they're going to be basically saying, oh, we know that you did this for 10 years, but you didn't cross your T here. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to forgive your student loan. Like, that's going to happen, right? It's very evident that that is going to happen in this guy's situation, which is a very scary situation. So the PS, PSLF is supposed to wipe out student debt for public servants after 120 qualifying monthly payments. Insiders Ailit Sheffi reported, but flaws in the program have caused it to reject 98% of applicants, okay? 98. And you're gonna rely on something with only a 2% success rate. You're gonna rely on that. That is stupid. So the Education Department announced major reforms to the program this month, including making it easier for payments to qualify. And I bet you that they're going to screw this up again, right? Stop relying on someone else to fix your problem. Stop relying on the government to fix your problem. They're not going to help you when it comes to student loans. You might get the very lucky like off chance that basically you become like permanently disabled where you have no capability of ever working again, ever getting income again. And even then, maybe, maybe you'll get your student loan forgiven. Maybe, okay? You have to go through hoops, even in the case of being permanently disabled. So you need to stop relying on someone else to fix your problem to getting out of debt because guess what the only person that can truly get yourself out of debt is yourself
It's all on you. You got yourself into the mess. You have to get yourself out of the mess. So under PSL, PSLF, Jack student debt would be forgiven by 2033 at the age of 43 after 10 years of making income-based repayments starting next year. No, it will not happen. But he said he would still be very behind in building a retirement nest egg with zero savings, which would require him to continue hustling for at least 20 years. And if he has children, he may not see a zero debt balance into his 50s. This is such a defeatist mentality, right? Here's the thing. He can get out of debt. And it's actually very simple to getting out of debt. And for anyone else who wants to get out of debt and learn a very simple to understand and very simple to follow along process, go to 40 to learn the simple way to master your money. Because anyone of any income level can learn how to get out of debt. And I really do not like this guy being so defeatist, especially when he continuously made multiple choices screwing himself financially. So regardless, Jack thinks becoming debt-free is still a realistic possibility for him. But until then, I will live incredibly stressed, burned out, and not have the opportunity to enjoy life's luxuries that many of my colleagues enjoy, he said. I agree with one thing, right? It is definitely still possible. You are not going to have a lot of opportunities to enjoy life's luxuries due to the massive amount of student loan debt that you got. But the thing is, his colleagues probably are also in a very similar situation or position that he is in where they're acting like they got money, but they don't, right? They're also probably spending everything on a credit card. They're probably also spending everything on like student loans, right? There's so many people that end up doing student loans to pay for their living expenses, which is the stupidest thing that anyone could ever do when it comes to student loans, right? By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 to follow a very simple to understand process that literally anyone can learn from. Literally anyone, right? That's how simple it is. I'm not saying it's easy. It's going to be hard, but it is simple. So go and do it. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.